What is up everyone, welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan, this is your host Dan. Before we start this episode, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. Don't forget also that we have a YouTube page in which you can watch all of these amazing episodes. If it is your birthday, happy birthday. If you're having a great day, keep having it. And if you're having not a very good day, hope my episode helps you here. Remember, every day is a beautiful day because you exist. So, without further more, let's get started. Hey! Hey man, how are you today? I'm good, Dan. How are you? I'm doing good as well. Thank you so much for asking. Also, thank you so much for being here. It is so cool and awesome to have someone as epic, talented as you here. Um, so before we start, I have to give you a proper intro. So uh, let me show you. There you go. <laughs> I was like, what is he about to show? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, we are a uh, small operation at the moment, which is growing a little bit, but eventually at some point we might have live audience, so, um, but anyway, so starting right now, tell me, how your acting career started? How it started? Um, so, professionally, it started in 1995. Okay. Uh, the first thing I did was I took a, I, I did um, a community theater a show, a production of 12 Angry Men. It's a pretty popular show, it's really old. Uh, but it was volunteer, and I did that because I wasn't even sure if I could act. Like I had, hadn't done a play or anything since I was a kid. Like I didn't do it in college or high school because um, I didn't really have time. So I did the community theater production, discovered I was okay at it. <laughs> and then I took an acting class after that and then my first professional acting job was with a children's theater company in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. And that was winter 1996. And I've been acting professionally ever since. Wow. Wow. Such a long, such a long journey. So It has been long. Yeah, right. So, like it's been like, what, 25 years now? Crazy. <laughs> so since 1998, we can see that you have been involved in so many projects such as The Shield, the Contender, Castle, The Office, uh, Mother Family, Mike and Molly. But tell me, like back when you were recently started, what, like, what were some of the challenges that you have when you were started? So, in Richmond, Virginia, where I got my start, it it wasn't that challenging. Like the the challenge was just juggling time, because um, I still had a full time job, and then I started doing theater. Okay. Um, and I did my theater roles at night after I would work a full-time job mm. and on weekends. Um, the biggest challenge was moving from Richmond to Los Angeles because I lived in Richmond and did plays and started doing um, local commercials and that kind of thing for 10 years. And then once I got married and my wife and I moved to LA, the biggest challenge was getting established as an actor in Los Angeles because it was a whole different ball game. Yeah. It was on a much larger stage. There's a lot more competition. Yeah. Which I, I don't really like to use the word competition, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest challenge because I still had to, I had to find a job because I still had to pay bills, you know, and support my wife once we moved here. But I also had to figure out how to do that and start my acting career at the same time. Wow. And it was, it was, it was tough. Like it oh. had to take new pictures, had to um, send those out to get 
a new agent. Uh, and then it took years before I got a film and TV agent, mm. which led to a lot of the work that you uh, mentioned, um, you know, in your introduction. Yeah, yeah, which by the way, it's, it's super epic. And um, it's interesting, right? That whenever you are, like whenever you're starting a project, it's tough, but also moving to a new city with the yep. project is like plus two toughness. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, right. It's like you're, it's like, it was like starting all over again, you know? Because in Richmond, people had started to recognize me on TV and I was a spokesperson for a, a local cell phone company and I had done a lot of commercials for them. So I, I actually had started to get recognized going around the city. But coming to LA, it was a whole new ball game, brand new game, nobody knew me. Yep, I had to like start from the bottom. Totally, totally, wow. So interesting. And so, so you were also in Young Sheldon and in the Big Time Theory. Uh, tell me about uh, uh, a little bit about about your character in those in those shows. So in Young Sheldon, both of those roles were what's called co-stars in the business, meaning you know an actor who has just a few lines and maybe one or two scenes. Um, so in Young Sheldon, I played a school photographer, and I had to audition and had to act with a Texas accent because the show is set in Texas. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say that. that people in Texas don't really sound like that, but okay. whatever. <laughs> it was it, it was Hollywood's version of what people in Texas sound like. Totally. And then in the Big Bang Theory, I was really excited to be in the very last episode or the, there was a one hour episode, the very last episode of that show. So it was the series finale. And I just had one line as a reporter interviewing Sheldon and his wife as they come out of the apartment building. That is so, so that was really one of those. If you don't, if you blink, you might have missed me. But I got the credit. I could say I was in the series finale of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's like even like even if you appeared for just a second or, or had like an hour or two. I mean you were there. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. You got it. That's and so I got cool. and I get paid. <laughs> I mean, whatever you want. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> there you go. And tell me, like, what are some of the things that you usually do in order to prepare a character? I mean, I understand that uh, that depending on the role might be like a different, uh, like a different approach, totally. But like, yep. what are usually like some of the uh, of the things that you do? You know. So when you get an audition, they don't, or even when you book a role, they don't always send you the full script. Mm. Not a, a lot of, uh, or not ahead of time. Mm. So you might not have time to read the whole script, but. I, so you get um, the sides, that's what they're called, the audition pages, the pages of the script that you audition with are called sides. Okay. Um, so I go through those, make sure I read them. And basically I'm trying to find out as much information as I can about the character. Mm -hmm. And you just get limited bits of information. Like sometimes for some shows, they're so secretive about their plots. They don't even tell you like the sides that they send you will be fake. Yeah. So you just have to go with what they give you and try to find out as much as you can about the person. So I ask a lot of questions. I, I want to know what the character does for a living. I want to know how old they are. I want to know how they talk. I want to know what their family life is like. Are they married? Are they single? Are they a dad? Do they have kids? You know, and then just kind of go from there. And if it's not in the script, you kind of just make it up. And then that's how I formulate my characters based on all those questions I ask. 
and then from there reading the actual situation that's depicted in the script I ask what's going on and the first thing to find out about my character is what does my character want in the scene like that's a that's a big thing they teach you in acting class what does your character want and then you figure out what is coming against get your character getting what they want um, so you ask those questions and then you ask how does your character feel about getting what they want and what approaches do they take to try to get what they want um, so that just gives you an idea of the kind of questions I ask when I'm working on a character okay okay and what would you say it's important to know when you're like in the process of creating a character those uh, those few things like what what your character wants okay. what's coming against your character to get what they want how does your character feel where they are in their life or in their day like what what happened before the scene started so that helps you figure out are they in a good mood are they in a bad mood are they upset are they happy are they sad you know mm. um and then i also try to figure out is there anything in my personal life rodney's that i can relate to what the character situation is And then if I can figure out something that I can relate to, then I can draw from those emotions to feed those into my character. Totally. And then I and then that's that's when you can make a character a relatable one, right? That's right. Because, I mean, that's kind of why people watch stories and watch TV is because they want to relate to what they see on the screen. And the way you make your character relatable is to make them human. So that's why you ask that's why I ask all those questions and try to figure all those things out so that I can make them a, a real person and make mm. them authentic. Totally. I mean it's it's a whole other process here, right? That that I mean the fact that, like whenever you can create like this character that the audience care about and at the same time the audience feel kind of um like what's the word? Like uh they feel that they're part part of this universe on this yeah. whole movie they're watching. That's, that's right. Really cool. Because you want to draw them in. And, and the way to do that is to feed all those emotions and uh, feed that authenticity into what's happening in the character's life. Totally. So then you were in uh, First Man, Arrested Development, uh, Malibu Rescue, The Wake, uh, The Mick, and the, yeah, The Mick, Henry Danger, Life Coach uh, Chronicles, Mad Men. So tell me also uh, um, a little bit about those experiences, but also like what would you say it's an important uh yeah like uh what would you say it's important for storytelling uh so in addition to all the other stuff i mentioned uh is there any particular one of those roles that you want to hear about because mm. i could tell you a story about almost every single one of them <laughs> you know what let's uh let's go for Arrested Development. Yeah, let, let's go for that. Oh, okay. That's, that's a cool story. So Arrested Development was a sitcom on Fox for yeah. several years on the Fox network. And then it went away. And then Netflix, it was one of the first shows that Netflix decided to reboot. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about that role for me was I, I basically played a guy who was m helping the family move uh, something, like move a piece of furniture. Yeah. in their house um and i did not have the role was fairly small so i did not have to audition for it it was one of those where uh the casting director thought about me they called my agent and said hey we got this role for rodney is he available uh i think they were very secretive about what the project was so they didn't, didn't even tell me that it was arrested development it had like a code name 
Um, so once I realized what it was, I got excited because I was in a scene with uh, Jason Bateman and uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Um, so it was cool. Uh, it was a great shoot and I got to meet those two stars. Um, but when they edited it into the show, when I actually saw it, I was it looks like I was in a room with every major character of the show. Like they were all in the same scene. Yeah. But when we actually filmed it, they weren't all there. Okay. <laughs> so it was kind of cool when I saw it. I was like, oh, and it was one of the first episodes. It might have been the first episode that Netflix put out of the show. So it was the the pilot for the Netflix reboot. So I was in the first episode. So some of my friends saw it before I did. So they would they started to email me and say, "Hey, you showed up in the uh, reboot of Netfun Arrested Development on Netflix." And I was like, "Oh, get out of here! Cool." So cool. You know, so and, and, and that leads to something you asked. You know, what's important? Um, it helps to know a lot about television. Like I, I, like I hear a lot of actors say they don't have time to watch TV and they don't know what's hot right now or what's yeah. going on. Well, it helped me when I realized that I was going to be in that show. It helped me to know that this, know a little something about Arrested Development. Like I knew that it was on Fox for years before it went away and then it came yeah. back. Um, and so I kind of knew just a little bit about how I fit into the storyline and how I fit into the show. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So yeah. I, I tell people, and so another thing you can do to prepare for a character and to prepare for a role is to learn as much as you can about the show that you're auditioning for. Okay. Like if you can watch a couple of episodes or watch an episode just to get a feeling of the tone, that really helps. Um, so that's another thing that helps to feed how you portray a character is knowing the world that your character is going to be living in. Yeah. It's so cool, and also you know, like Netflix is basically doing like everything. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> like they got movies, they got yeah, sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, you know, like at some point, I'm super sure that even the Oscars or the Emmys or the Emmys are gonna be like, congrats, like congratulations, Netflix, you won everything. Good night. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they get nominated for I think this past Emmys uh, for the first time, HBO's nominations outnumbered Netflix, but. It had been Netflix in the lead for years and years. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's already happening. Yeah, it's so amazing. And I also think that that at some point we're not gonna have like cable anymore. You know, like back in the day, I'm super sure that it's gonna be all streaming services, and that's it. It could be. I mean, I feel like network TV and cable won't ever really fully go away because there's mm -hmm. always gonna be somebody that's holding on to watching their content that way. Yeah. And as long as advertisers are paying money to the networks, it'll like network and cable TV will stick around for a while still. Wow. And like at the moment, what are some of the highlight moments on your career? Ooh, that that's the list is very long. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> you you mentioned Modern Family, that was a highlight because before I was on it, it was one of my favorite shows. Like it might've been my favorite, I think it was my favorite sitcom at the time. Okay. So I was super excited when I got the audition. And then when I got the role, I just was over the moon. Uh, Cause that meant I was going to get to act with some of my favorite comedic actors. Yeah. 
Um, and then another highlight was when I did an episode of Magnum PI, because uh, I live in Los Angeles, uh, but the show Magnum PI shoots in Honolulu, in Hawaii. So to do that role, I had to go to Hawaii, I had to fly to Hawaii twice, and they put me up in like this five-star resort. I got to meet these amazing people who were in the cast with me. Um, so I basically got a 10-day vacation in Hawaii and got paid for it. So that was awesome. Um, yeah. I, I did, uh, when I did First Man, that was one of the few movie roles that I've had. And I got to be in a scene with Ryan Gosling. And we filmed that in the middle of the desert uh, of about two hours away from Los Angeles. So I had to drive up to this really remote location um, and got to act with Ryan Gosling and got to be there in front of a, a basically a spaceship. <laughs> so I got to shoot that. Yeah. So yeah, I've had, it, like like I said, most of my roles have some kind of interesting story that goes along it goes along with it, and quite a few of them were highlights, you know, in my career, yeah, yeah. if you will. Yeah, totally. I mean, but the fact that you have been involved, like in a lot of uh, very known shows or movies, you know, even like for like a for like yeah, like let's say like a, a two or three lines here and there, that is yep. pretty cool, you know. I like to think so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who would I mean, I mean, who would like to be on Modern Family, you know? Or right, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, and a, a lot of times I do shows that uh, people haven't heard of. So every once in a while I do a show, and I tell, I, and I still tell my friends, "Hey, I'm going to be on this show. I hope you get to watch it." Yeah. But it'll be something that they've never heard of, and they'll be like, "What channel is it on? How do I find it?" So it really is cool when I'm on a show that people have heard of and they know the name and they don't have to search for it, you know, like Modern Family and Two and a Half Men and yeah. That's so cool. And tell me, like in general, like what do you like the most about acting? As funny as it sounds, um, acting for me just takes me back to my childhood. The biggest thing I like about it is just playing pretend. I, I just like to play pretend. I like to pretend like I'm somebody else and be another character and yeah. use, use another voice and just the whole process of it fascinates me like how it, it, when you if you're ever on a set a TV or movie set and you see how many people it takes to make a TV show it still fascinates me how many people are involved in it mm -hmm. you know and I just love the fact that we're all coming together to work on this same project and yeah. to And I like the fact that it, it's the objective for me anyway, is kind of simple. Like somebody asked me recently, well, what, what do you think of as your purpose in life? And I'm like, I'm just here to entertain people. Like, I just, I just want to make people laugh, like, or I want to give them something to watch. Like really as simple as that. So yeah, I, I still get excited about that whole aspect, just playing pretend and making people laugh and giving people something interesting to watch. Yeah, and also you get the chance to do really cool stuff here and there, you know? Exactly, like I, I had an episode of the Nickelodeon show that I'm on, Tyler Perry's Young Dylan, mm -hmm. and I get the script and it said that my character played the saxophone. Uh, I, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, who told them that I know how to play the saxophone? Like, yeah. oh, oh, wait, I'm an actor. I don't really need to know how to play the saxophone. 
So, so it was cool, you know, first time in my life. I held a saxophone. I mean, I looked it up on YouTube to do my research to figure yeah. out how to hold it. But yeah, I had to act like I played the saxophone and that was pretty cool because when else would I pick up a saxophone, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so. <laughs> so st simple stuff like that still excites me. Yeah, yeah. or like uh, or like get the chance to be on a spaceship. Right, exactly. And then I, I just thought of this one time I did a commercial for an amusement park mm. and I, I love amusement parks and I love roller coasters. Yeah. Uh, this was when I was in Virginia. I um, had to ride this roller coaster called the Volcano. I think that's what it was called. I had to ride the roller coaster like 42 times for the commercial. Yeah. And you know, when else do you get to ride a roller coaster 42 times? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so and for that, free. Was, that was a lot of fun. Not just for free, but you get paid to do it. So that, yeah. was, that was a lot of fun, you know? Totally. Totally. So yeah, stuff like that. That's amazing. And what advice could you give to those who recently, you know, uh, started acting? So a, a piece of advice I give to a lot of people is to start acting wherever you are. You mm. don't you don't have to be in Los Angeles or Atlanta or New York. You can act in your church uh, plays. You can act in your high school plays. Just look for opportunities to act. Almost every city not not all small cities but almost every city that has any size people has some type of talent agency in town yeah. um so i tell people to google talent agents wherever they live in the closest large city and see if they can find out how to be represented by the agent in their city uh, because most cities have some type of corporations or some type of company that runs commercials so you could you could try to be in local commercials or you could be in corporate training videos so that's my biggest piece of advice is to start acting where you are and as soon as you can so if i talk to a kid i say talk to your parents and try to get into some acting classes or some type of acting school if you can because i kind of wish i had discovered my love of the craft and had started pursuing it sooner than i did there you go. There you go. And to me, like, what motivates you? I mean, we all have those things, right? In which um, we feel either if we should continue or not, or if we are on the right path or not, or like, what the hell am I doing with my life? So, like, <laughs> yep. you know, so like, like, what gets you out of this, let's say, like, toxic bubble and to just get out of it and just continue pursuing what you love the most? Oh, that is a very good question. Um, so it also helps, uh, another piece of advice I give people, it helps to have a foundation of some type of faith, mm. you know, like whoever you, your God is, whoever you might pray to, and faith in yourself that your dreams and desires can come true. Um, so that dream and that drive is what gets me out of bed when other things might not be going my way. Like, and it is, it can be as simple as just the hope. If I get, if I get an audition, that is enough to drive me to be like, okay, as long as I get an audition, that means it's still possible. I can still book a role. I can still work. I can still pursue my dream. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that faith is the foundation of it. And then the belief in the fact that your dreams can come true that definitely gets me out of bed and keeps me motivated and and as you can imagine there's 
tons of auditions that I go on that I do not get. But I, the thing that motivates me is once that phone rings or they, I get the email saying I got another audition, it, it's another character to work on, another, another character I get to explore and learn about and figure out how to portray, and that also drives me. There you go. There you go. Now, if you could describe your career at the moment, on a movie, TV show, or even a book, what would be the title of it? So I'm going to steal uh, one of the books that I recently read and I'll say the word becoming. <laughs> uh, Michelle Obama's book is the is entitled Becoming and I, I read it not too long ago. Um, so I feel like my acting career is always becoming because I'm always working on figuring out the next role, yeah. mo moving to the next level. Yeah figuring out how I can get more eyeballs on the things that I have done. Mm. Like, how can I get my friends to watch this show? Um, so I'm always becoming somebody else or becoming a more successful actor in some kind of way, you know? Totally. And also, if you could have your career, but this time on a drink, which one would you pick? <laughs> a drink? Yeah. I guess the first thing that comes to mind is 7-Up. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't drink a lot, like alcohol. Yeah. Um, I drink mostly soda. Like most people that know me know that about me. I still, I mean, I drink a little alcohol. I'm not a yeah. complete teetotaler. <laughs> I just don't drink a lot. Yeah. But like I said, seven up, I would say that because, you know, I'm always looking to move up and progress in my career and there you go. Get, get bigger and expand my audience. That, that's, that's awesome, man. Like my last question here is, what can we expect from you in the future? <laughs> I'm reading the comments and one of my friends reminded me of a video I made where I made a lemon drop <laughs> and it was really good. Uh, so what you can expect from me in the future. So the Nickelodeon show I'm on, Tyler Perry's Young Dylan, just got picked up for a third season. There you go. So I hope my character, Principal Matthews, will be returning to that. Um, the second season of Saved by the Bell on NBC streaming service, Peacock, just dropped last week, and I'm recurring on that show as a teacher, okay. so I'm in a, in a couple of episodes of that. Um, this summer, I filmed a couple of episodes of a new Netflix show that's going to be coming out next year. It's entitled Monster. And it's about Jeffrey Dahmer, the serial okay. killer. Okay. And it's by Ryan Murphy. And I'm excited about that because it's a drama and I don't get to do a whole lot of drama. So it's, I'm glad that people will finally get to see me do something serious. Um, and also I want to give a shout out to a show that's currently showing on the streaming service All Black. It's, it was created and co-executive produced by a good friend of mine named Katrina Nelson. Okay. What's up, Katrina? Um, and that was another dr dramatic role that I got to portray. So I'm in episode two of that. It's called Lace. And that's on the streaming service All Black. Uh, so those are the things I got on the horizon currently. Oh, and I also have an episode of Mr. Mayor, the NBC sitcom. So I play a city councilman and that will be coming out next year as well. Such, such epic. I mean, that's really cool. Wow. 
Yeah, man, I'm busy, right? Yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> And, I, and I'm just very thankful and I always give praise to God for, you know, being able to do all these opportunities, especially during a pandemic, because I stayed pretty busy last year, even though the world was shut down. Um, and I thank Tyler Perry Studios for that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, what can I say? Man? I mean, your career is your career is awesome. I mean, you have been involved in so many epic stuff here and there. And the fact that it's just growing and growing, I mean, I think it's it 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 tells about how much you care about it, and also how much you really love it. Because I do, like I said here, you know that you have been involved in so many cool stuff, and I'm super sure that we're gonna see you even in a lot more stuff. That's super cool, man. Yeah, you you do. You brought up a good point. You you have to love it because you. Uh, I, that's another piece of advice I give people. I mean, you can enter the acting arena for whatever your reason might be uh, but I tell people not to do it for fortune and fame because it's so difficult it's just not it's not worth it that's not really what it's about like you need to come up with some other objective um, and I also tell people if you can find something else in your life to do that will fulfill you pursue that instead of acting If you absolutely positively have to pursue acting and that's the only thing that's going to make you happy, that's how you know that it is really your objective and that's what your purpose and that's what you're supposed to be doing in life because it's, it is difficult to uh, achieve success in this business. So I'm really thankful and grateful that I'm able to have some sense of success and just, and just hope it continues because it's a constant process of trying to keep it going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I said, yeah, I mean, The fact that you're doing what you love the most and the fact that you care about your uh, like your craft in order to get the character done it's it's awesome and i think it as i said before at some point we're gonna see you even in even like in a lot more stuff and uh, more involved into more shows movies you know like all of that and that's really cool man and and also and also inspiring because basically you show that that with hard with that that with hard work and passion i mean you can you can get yourself involved into a lot of different projects you know That's true. Well, thank you, man. Thank you for saying that. And uh, hope from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> There you go. There you go. And uh, and also, I mean, I want to thank those who are watching this right now. And also, if you're watching this later on YouTube or on Spotify or listening to this later on Spotify, make sure that you follow in Rodney and all the social media. Normally, what I would say is for you to put pause, then leave a like, subscribe, follow super quick, then hydrate, and then go and then go follow Rodney. Leave a million likes. I mean, share his work to everybody. I mean, let the world know about this awesome guy here and then come back. And again, man, thank you so much for the time and also for the opportunity to talk about your awesome career here. And before I send you off, I need to send you off properly again. So let's go with the clapping stuff again. So, there you go. <laughs> thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Keep having an amazing rest of the day, an amazing upcoming weekend, and keep killing it. Thank you, man. You have a great rest of your day, too. Thank and you. Have good a good weekend. Bye. Bye, Dan. Thank you.